Five Nights at Freddy's. I would call myself a gamer, if asked. Horror that basically existed so people on Twitch can stream it and go, ah! and scream at things that don't move, was what I understood about it. And then, and suddenly, there's a thousand sequels, and then there's this. Five Nights at Freddy's. The latest horror. A Halloween offering, if you will. So what's it about? Good question. Just in case you don't know, just in case you never have heard of this, a quick summary for you. Five Nights at Freddy's is a movie about security guard who goes to a Chuck E. Cheese-like restaurant that has been closed down because of problems in the 80s. And he is tasked with being the security guard at night. But spooky things happen. Simple enough. Before we get into it, it's not as good as Willy's Wonderland. I said it. I said what I said, and I'll stand by it. Willy's Wonderland is a better film than Five Nights at Freddy's, which is the actual intellectual property of the movie that the game is based off of. Nicolas Cage not speaking is better than all the words that Josh Hutchinson offers. Actually, that's really unfair because Josh Hutcherson is excellent. In fact, everyone's excellent in this film. The problem I have with the movie is it's a thriller, not a horror. That's problem number one. The other problem I have with the movie is simply this. It's a horror film in the broadest sense. Okay, so clue you into horror films. You must create people to kill. So you can't kill heroes in horror films. It's not a done thing. Now, there are exceptions to this rule, but generally speaking, this is the rule. Look up screen proof, stuff like that, and all the old horror films. Okay, so this is, Five Nights at Freddy's is a nod to all of those. So you have this character, Mike, who's played by Josh Hutchinson, who is a troubled security guard because he witnessed his brother be kidnapped when they were children. And every night he deliberately dreams of the memory to try and remember who kidnapped his brother. His crime is he's lost in his guilt. Nothing else. He ain't going to end up in a saw trap any time. So, well, actually, Jigsaw's quite liberal. Not the point, not the point. To that end, we are created people to kill off. Villains of the pieces. These guys are thugs that are hired to destroy where Mike works to try and make him unemployed. There's a whole subplot with his sister that's involved. It, it gives away spoilers. I'm not going into it. She has imaginary friends. I'll let you work out who the imaginary friends turn out to be. These characters are created to die. Fine. Hey, like I said, you gotta have that. However, the crux of the film, or more the game, is you never actually saw the animatronics move. The terrifying thing was you'd look at a security camera and then look away and then they'd move. They'd be gone. I wouldn't have objected if you just saw the hands go and grab people or something like that. But you see these guys actually walk, they step, and all the Five Nights at Freddy characters, the rabbit, the fox, the bear, the cupcake, the chicken. There we go. I think it's all of them. They all have characteristics and personalities. It's about the mid drop-off point that the film lost me completely when the little sister, Abby, has to go to work with her. And I'm like, ah, okay. Peril and interesting stuff. No, 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 no. No, that child is not in peril for a moment with this movie. The film really felt like it wanted to be a 12A, and I bet you in America it's probably like a 13A or whatever they've got for that. It really wanted to be a 12A, but it just couldn't cut it enough. And of course there's a twist ending. Of course there's lots of twists and turns without the movie, but again, you don't watch a horror for the twist. The Woman in Black doesn't have a twist ending, does it? It's just a horror film that's perfectly made. Again, The Woman in Black is like the top end for me. It's not even on par with It Follows, which is just an engaging and weird, clever little movie. Or The Conjuring, which is just an outright horror. No, it's none of these. 
And again, it's not even as good as Willy's Wonderland, which was almost a spoof of the film before it came out. This is a film that is trapped in its own mediocrity because it doesn't be so scary that teens won't watch it, but it's got to be scary because it's a horror. And you feel that twitchiness and that difficulty between the two franchises rubbing up against each other throughout the entire movie. Watching the film, it's not unenjoyable, but you watch it and you're like, this, this isn't Five Nights at Freddy's. It has the problem that the Joker did, which is it would be a great film if it had any other title. If it didn't have that thing to live up to, it'd be a great movie. All right, it'd be a six out of ten. But because of the title, it's a three. It just has to be a three and there is no way around it. The other problem is loads of stuff unexpectedly happens not on camera, which is really surreal. But probably the most annoying aspect of the movie is that when the big reveal happens, it's quite obvious because there's like six people in the film, three of them are dead, one of them's the antagonist, one of them's the sister, and the last person standing might be the bad guy. It's not so much a twist as just an expectation because you just need 2% brain power. So it's not even a thriller. It's not a horror. It's not a thriller. It's not a comedy. I don't know what this film's trying to be. A film that exists in a franchise. Say what you like about something like Resident than evil mostly it's a failure of the film and of the games but it was definitely trying to be a horror it was definitely trying to be a horror film with a little bit of action that's what that film was trying to be there's a lot of horror in that film silent hill which personally i don't like was definitely trying to be a horror this has a total lack of identity it's as if too many cooks spoiled this broth before it was even stewed. And again, I can't really blame anyone because the film itself, great movie. All the acting, excellent. It's great to see Matthew Lillard back on my screen. Truly it is. The Mary Stuart Masterdon is awesome as the wicked aunt. No storyline, doesn't matter. And that's the sort of stuff you get is you get this bit where you're like, oh, that's interesting aunt. What's going on there? Nope, forget her. She's just a crutch to invent bad people. <sighs> Maybe it's just me. Maybe... I went into it wrong. But I would love to hear that people really, truly enjoyed this film. But I just can't believe it. Because there's so much to dislike. And it's so middle ground. And also, the third act just completely loses itself. Something is revealed about the animatronics, which is really obvious when you think about it, but apparently not. You can't have a horror film where there's no peril. And you can't have a thriller film where there's no surprises. And this has neither of those. There was no point in time where I thought that Mike or Abby was in any real danger. At all. Ever. It's a far-flung thing from its roots, where you have to stare at a TV monitor and try and shut a door at the right time, where this movie falls. So the question always is, can you survive Five Nights at Freddy's? The answer is, I simply don't want to.